All right, hello and welcome to the That's Fair podcast, which I believe the full name of is That's Fair, Let's Talk, but we're just going to call it That's Fair. That's fair. That's fair enough, yeah. Well, all right, let's talk. Uh, I think we've talked about that before, but we should do that dumb gimmick at the beginning of every episode. <laughs> oh, that's fair, let's talk. Uh, oh, they said the thing. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so, this week we, uh, we're going to talk about relationships. And not just, uh, like, dating or marriage relationships, but every relationship. Your everyday friends, your work relationships, your family relationships, and the effect that faith has on them, uh, both from within and how it can change them going from out to in, if that makes sense. Okay, then. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying. I, I my brain's just not working today at all. No, you're, I, I'm, I'm you're fine. Constantly, we are we we are both uh, not entirely on our game right now. <laughs> and perhaps Which we were on the bit, last one either. A tad bit sleep deprived might do it as well. well. Yeah, I don't. I didn't have that issue because you know I this is this is probably the first time in months that I have not set an alarm when I went to bed. Oh, it's such a good feeling. And I just woke up whenever. I don't always wake up to my alarm, but there's something freeing and not setting an alarm. Absolutely. Oh, I long for the day. Take a week off. I mean, you just had a week off, didn't you? Yeah, I I, I did, I guess. <laughs> it felt like a morning. <laughs> I spent the whole time sleeping, catching up for the previous <laughs> Pretty much. Time. I basically did. I, I It was actually nine days, um, <laughs> but it didn't, it didn't feel like it. I mean, technically, was mine nine days? Yeah, I guess technically it is nine days if you count the weekends. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, our lives aside, <laughs> we've already run out of things to talk about. Uh, I, I'm, I don't know what's happening to me. I'm, everything's funny, and I can't think of anything. I mean, we could always just I mean, we talked about just having freewheeling ones. We could also just talk like we've been <laughs> for the last hour and a half. Could have had a recording under our belts already. Maybe. A little freewheeling and a little relationship information and topics, and we'll see where it goes. Should we? I feel like we shouldn't structure this. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? <laughs> what have you been up to, Matthew? <sighs> Work mostly, but um, <laughs> I, I got to say I'm super excited. You, you just mentioned vacation, and we've got a trip coming up. We and do. Due to your passport finally showing up, we might actually be able to go on it. Now, to be fair, it has a that. Envelope it might be is here. from the U.S. government. It was addressed <laughs> to my parents' house, technically, because that's where I had it delivered. I haven't seen it yet, so it's still Schrodinger's passport. I, it's it's both there and not there <laughs> until I open it. So it's either the IRS auditing you, or <laughs> <laughs> before I even get my W two. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so little trip coming up and. Uh, think we're all pretty excited it's a little bit of a group going and uh yeah gonna do the the whole nine yards hopefully man i was so stressed out about that i like not last week but the week before i was i think i i think we might have even talked about record or maybe that was the week we recorded me that's why i was so tired i think no i don't think it was i don't know i re- my timeline in my head is so mixed up but I was so stressed out that week because of the passport stuff. And because this trip got planned with such a narrow amount of time to prepare for it. And which is fine for 
almost everybody else because you all have your passports. I mine needed renewed, mm-hmm. and that's normally like a six week process. So wait, so if this is your passport, how long did it actually take? From the moment it arrived there, or from the moment I mailed it, from the moment you started the process of getting the new one. I this would have been two weeks ago, I think, that I went in. I went into the the passport office. I took care of it, and then I mailed it out that day. It was a it was a Thursday a week ago this past Thursday. Okay, that's when I mailed it out. It didn't get there until this past Wednesday. Okay, well now, now our listeners have a rough idea on how long if they need to renew their pal- passport to I, do so for their trip. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that you should count on that because there's probably much more traffic in other areas. Oh, I'm sure. And I also I also paid for expedited service. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. Um, and because mine was a renewal, it might have taken less time. It's it's not a brand new. Kind of funny to me. You you said this this trip popped up and you didn't have a lot of time. I mean, I guess the passport thing made it that way, but this trip is probably the furthest out I've ever been a part of (laughs) it's not it's not that it's not that i had a problem with the amount of time that like we have to prepare it's just the international aspect of it yeah i was very last minute the like a last minute edition the biggest trip i've ever been on we decided to go on it literally three days before i left (laughs) (laughs) and it was a i mean it was a car drive all the way to uh, Walla Walla, Washington. So, yeah, that was the fakest sounding city name <laughs> of all time. Um, it's actually a really awesome little town. Um, there's a there's a little well, not not all that small, but there's a cafe there that is just absolutely awesome. It's called the Maple something or other. Absolutely amazing. Highly recommend. If you're they had to they Washington. have to lean into that there, right? <laughs> like they have to lean into that for tourist reasons. Right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hundred yeah. percent. There's actually a really good college in Walla Walla, Washington. Um there's I think they have a if I remember correctly, I think they have a very good medical center. That's totally random. <laughs> I don't think we've said yet, but we are going to Niagara. Uh yeah, we're going to Niagara and we're gonna I don't know if we're gonna end up skiing because apparently it's insanely expensive, but there's like snow tubing and that kind of thing up there, and you know Niagara in general. Assuming the falls aren't frozen, I'm new to the to it being called Niagara. It's always been Niagara Falls. Like I've never heard an alternative to that. Niagara, interesting. I don't. I consider the two interchangeable. So. Okay. And then there's International Falls, and that's just not the same thing at all, if I remember correctly. I don't even know what that is. I don't think I've ever heard that. I always thought that was. Niagara Falls, but apparently it's not. Oh, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. I, I've never, I don't think I've ever heard of that. So yeah, we're going up there in a couple weeks here. I, I don't know how I swung it, but I got a week off work and then a week back on work and then two more days off work. <laughs> Wait, so... Well, I'll take it. Sorry, are, are we leaving Saturday or... I, I know nothing about I believe about we're leaving trip. Sunday morning-ish. Okay, nice. But it's, I don't know exactly how long the drive is, but... Honestly, I'm more stressed about the drive than anything else. Why? Driving's awesome. Because, because of the... Okay, yeah. If it was May, I'd be there with you. <laughs> the fact that we could run into snow and that we're going to... I don't know if Buffalo is our crossing point or not or if it will be Niagara itself, 
but uh, I don't know if you heard about the couple of football games where they had to recruit fans to shovel it out from under the snow. <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like snow driving. I'll okay. tell you the world this right now. I can't stand snow driving. If you have ever hated someone for the way they drive in front of you in the snow, that was that me. That was you. Ah, It was you this whole time. I see. And, uh, and I've grown up in <laughs> snowy areas, and I've been driving for number redacted years. Uh, <laughs> well, we said my age. <laughs> you did say your age. <laughs> it's it's a, a historical thing now. I, I, do, I really can't stand snow driving. It makes me nervous. I drive excessively slow. I cannot stand it. Just means if you crash, it's not going to be that bad. I cannot stand when like the last part of my uh, drive i'm going up like the main road through the middle of the town so there's like four or five traffic lights i can't stand when you hit that point of no return of i can't hit the brakes because i'm going to slide through this intersection <laughs> if i do it is it just me or does it seem like all the slush ice and just miserable conditions is in the first like 150 feet before a light it's what? because yeah <laughs> There's a reason for that. Oh, I know, I know, I know. It's just like, you would think there'd be exceptions, but there's basically none. No, it's just because that's where cars stop, so the heat affects the snowboard. Yeah, yeah I, I, I mean, I, I get the science behind it, but it's kind of ironic that it's like the worst spot for it. <laughs> Man, I, and I've... It's, it's, snow doesn't bother me as much, although if it's like fresh snow that I'm basically cutting a path through, which has happened before... <laughs> Um, it's a little rough sometimes. And that hill, there's a hill down towards a lake on my way, on my way to work. It is the most daunting thing in fresh snow or ice for me to go down that hill because there's a guardrail, obviously protecting the, like, so you don't go flying into the water, Yeah. but there's this perfect car sized gap between the woods and the end of the guardrail <laughs> that you envision yourself flying over that like, it's like, and the road lines up with it so perfectly. It's like, if I start sliding, I'm going straight through there. <laughs> you can swim. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, I can swim, but I can't <laughs> float my vehicle. <laughs> Get the new cyber truck. I heard that thing floats apparently. <laughs> So yeah, I hate uh, I hate snow driving and ice driving, and it's just it just stresses me out to no end. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm constantly like talking to the people behind me. It's like you may as well go around because I am not going faster <laughs> than this. Well, you do have the you have the thin tires, and those do very well in the snow. They aren't that great in the ice, but uh, those are good tires for snow. Good to know. Yep, <laughs> I, and I do have. Um, my fancy little traction alarm now. Not alarm, but the alert thing. Oh, yeah. Your last car didn't have that? No, my last car was an 07. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I went from 07 to 2020. Nice. One thing that's worth pointing out, not to throw shade, mm. but um, I live in the country. <laughs> I'm aware. Andrew lives in a city. <laughs> I know, um, I've driven to your house, and I'm like, what is going on out here? <laughs> we get really high winds, so the roads closest to me are usually really pretty bad. Because even if they recently plowed, the high winds just blow it right back on. Yeah, so say it snowed like five days ago, and half of the road leading to your house is still covered yes. in snow. 
Absolutely. And not and not the same snow that it was three <laughs> days ago either. Yeah, it just it the wind is crazy and you get these drifts that if you're not paying attention, if you look down for a second or, you know, even in your mirror for a second, like you can look up and be like, Oh, I don't want to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's what I'm more worried about than anything. Okay, that's fair. I just don't it's it's and it's not not even yes, the snow bothers me, the possibility of really, really rough conditions bothers me. But it's the fact that I'll have other people in the car with me. Yeah. This, this is all this is all assuming that I'm driving, which I assume I am. Oh, and just the fact I don't like being on unfamiliar roads. I don't like knowing what's not knowing what's coming. Yeah. So that combined with the snow makes it even worse to me. Well, you've driven up to Canada before, haven't you? Or did you fly? No, no I haven't. You I flew? flew? Oh, okay. Yeah. I took okay. a bus once. Oh. And Ugh. I flew. Bus. Yeah, it was fun. I have never been on a bus <laughs> in my life. Of any kind? I've been on sh- buses that were acting as shuttles to like get yeah. you from one parking lot to another. But other than that, I've never been on a bus in my life. That is the only time I've been on a long-haul bus. And it was it was like a 20-hour trip. Oh, that sounds it wasn't absolutely all the same horrible. Bus, but I say 20-hour trip. It wasn't 20 hours of driving, but it was 20 hours to get where I was yeah. going. There was like a little, like the bus equivalent of a layover. Yeah, which was yeah. Joyous. <laughs> uh, I don't know that too many, uh, too many potential scenarios. I just don't want to be involved with it. <laughs> and I was I in know. Canada, and I always have this vivid memory of looking out the window of the bus, which, thankfully, most of the time I was, I had my own like seats and like there was nobody right next to me which i can't stand ever yeah um but i just remember looking out and just being like man this is the most stereotypically canada thing i've ever seen because all i saw was a big flat white expanse (laughs) with no end in sight like no trees nothing sounds like north dakota in the winter (laughs) um yeah i i've tried to it's funny it's almost hard to explain nothing but that's what it is. I mean, <laughs> North Dakota, especially at night, but really anytime, certain parts of North Dakota, if you're driving along, you're not going to see a car for hours. You're not going to see a stop sign for like hours. And you're going 80 miles an hour on perfect roads. It's weird. It's, and then like, you'll get hit by tumbleweed. <laughs> that's like the most <laughs> exciting thing that will happen. <laughs> and I'm sure, I'm sure the, it wasn't as flat as my mental image memory of it is like remembering, but it was close enough. Literally just a white expanse. But uh, yeah, I did that one time there and back and I've flown to Canada a few times, but okay. Yeah. But the last time I was there was like 2011. Yeah. The last time I, well, the last time I was at the, at Niagara Falls, I was probably, I was a kid. I was probably like 10. The last time we figured this out, when we were talking to my parents the other day, uh, was when I was 19. Oh, okay. So 55 years ago. Can you believe it? Wait. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not um, that old. <laughs> no, it was, what, 18 years ago? Something like that, yeah. Um, ish. The reason that they remember that is because we went there and I drank for the first time um, because the drinking age there is 19. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't drink much. I really didn't because the alcohol I got was gross, as <laughs> most alcohol is. And I am convinced now 
having gone through what I've gone through, that that was my first migraine. Really? I have never had a worse headache. Like that, the memory of that headache is like one of the worst experiences ever. Interesting. Like you, like I should show you some of the pictures of me that day. I look so miserable. Oh, it's unreal. That sounds awful. And like Advil, like uh, ibuprofen was not touching it, which is very typical of my migraines, at least. Yeah. I, I and if if I drink now, which I haven't drank, and I mean other than a little bit of a champagne at the last couple of New Years. I have not drank a drop of alcohol in probably two years. Okay. But every time I did, it was almost guaranteed I was getting a migraine the next day. Oh. Even if I wasn't hungover at all. Yeah. That's... To me, there's like... Like, almost any reason is a good enough reason not to drink. <laughs> at this point in my life, like, I don't know. Like, I've I've decided that at the very most, I'll have one drink per month. At the very most. And so far, I've had one drink this year. So, it's not high on my priority list. Like, it's never really been a thing for me. I've drank a few times. And, like, it's, alcohol has just always been gross to me. <laughs> and it's like, somebody would hand me something and be like, try this. You can't even taste the alcohol. It's like, I'm going to take this, but I know that's not true. Yeah. And then I'm and then I'm going to drink it and be like, you're an alcoholic if you can't <laughs> taste this. Uh, Yeah. Uh, my sister loved this certain drink. I forget what it's called, but, uh, it has a lot of fruitiness to it and stuff. And everyone's always like, you can't taste the alcohol. The only time I ever had one, the, I saw the lady almost overflow the, the cup with vodka and then proceeded mm-hmm. to put drops of other content in it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to taste that. <laughs> I used to love Bailey's, but I have an ulcer and it's just, it's just too much pain for no reason like reading and like learning more about like uh like drunkenness being a sin i was like if there's ever anything that i ain't gonna have an issue with it's that i'm good on that one (laughs) yeah i'm done with i i'm like i know this sounds weird to say but i'm done with alcohol for life like i have no interest in it yeah i I mean there is no plus side to it for me yeah same like i mean i i'll drink something (laughs) <laughs> but like i don't know i i spent like six months of my life trying to live the party life and keep up with everybody else if not surpass them in drinking and it was so not worth it it was just not it was expensive close. i you know headaches it was me being the paranoid person i am um i was constantly concerned that i was coming across as drunk so i was always like just mentally overworking myself the whole time trying to like make sure nobody could think I was drinking even (laughs) and like it was just such a waste of time and money I mean good grief it was like there were times I spent 80 90 bucks in a single night and it's like it's just such a waste yeah I'd rather uh spend my time having uh good times that I can remember with people yes and uh that I don't feel sick and i'm <laughs> forcing something down my throat to give me a uh drunk feeling to make myself have a good time yeah, yeah. pass on that yeah and I, I know that's that i i can feel people going this guy right now <laughs> but well the bible says to be of a sober mind and i i know it doesn't it most certainly doesn't say no drinking that's for sure uh, if anything it promotes a little bit of drinking but definitely 
in very... I mean, communion. Yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> in very controlled amounts, not... Uh, yeah, it's certainly not like slamming an entire bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, even, even the little bits of it, I was like... I had that one little itty bitty bit of champagne at New Year's this year, and I was legitimately worried it was going to give me a migraine the next day. That's how much I worry uh, about that. I was talking to you about, I think I had a migraine yesterday, and uh, I was at a shooting range, and I got to say, that did not help oh. at oh. all. And I mean, I have amazing ear pro. They're called walkers. They're great ear protection. It's awesome. But <laughs> um, it uh, just the vibration alone. Yeah, and just I mean, you're still hearing a little pop, and there's just uh, you, you know you're. I was in a class with a whole bunch of people who had never shot before, so they were very. I was very on edge the whole time because I trust myself with a gun. I don't know how much I can trust you know people who have never even touched a gun and i was right <laughs> first thing i saw someone do was pick up a gun put their finger on the trigger and point it at somebody luckily it was very much unloaded and the instructor got quite mad at them <laughs> but the amount of times this person read not to do that was told not to do that and wrote that as an answer to what not to do <laughs> and then proceeded to still do it was it blew my mind um, I was on edge and I couldn't believe the, the instructor handled everything as well as he did. He was phenomenal former Marine. I guess that's what does it. But, uh, I was, yeah, being on edge, no sleep and no food is a bad combo. And then, you know, the percussions of firing weapons, but Hey, is... at least you weren't also drunk. Yes. I, I, I was not <laughs> drunk. <laughs> I don't know how this turned into the drinking episode, but it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> Yeah, not at all. Actually, that's a. I guess we'll cross that topic off. <laughs> <laughs> eh, I'm sure it'll come up later. Um, well, we we started this off with talking, potentially talking about relationships, and then we talked about our trip for a half hour. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we, we don't we don't have to go back to that. Like, I know, I'm, I know. I'm fine with this being the way it is. Oh, just keep going with this. Skip the whole relationships yeah, part. I, okay. I I, th I think we just. I mean, it, it kind of turned into us just talking, so I say we just keep going. Let's do it. Have a, have a just Drew and Matt episode. They, uh, <laughs> I mean, we could talk about stuff. I could tell you about my new Bibles that I got. Oh, nice. <laughs> that um, you said there was what one was like a uh, a study Bible. Yes. What is, did you buy multiple? I bought two. Yeah. J just for um, yourself. Yeah. Like, uh, well, what, one of them is just a, like a regular old Bible for lack of a better way to put it. <laughs> um, and the other one is the study Bible. It's the same version though, because this is the, um, new revised standard version, uh -huh. which what? Nothing. <laughs> what, what do you know about this that you don't like? No, I, I, I so, <laughs> you know, um, it's not KG. Well, good grief. Yeah, I, can, I know it's not because I can read it. Um, <laughs> but the reason I got this and the, the other one is called the 5th edition, fully revised and expanded, New Oxford Annotated Bible, which is basically just a heavily illustrated and annotated version of the, of the, the same version. An ecumenical study Bible, it says. 
Um, just just for listeners, I I personally don't actually have anything against different like versions of the Bible. <laughs> I just personally really love the KJV version. Um, that is a personal thing, and I totally understand and get why most people, or at least a lot of people, do not find that to be comfortable reading. <laughs> and I know I make a lot of jokes. I don't dislike the King James Version uh, as just a translation in general. What I don't like about it is I think it, it's not good for a someone new. I 100% agree. 100%. And the way I... I describe it, and you may not agree with this. Might sound a little harsher than I mean it, but I think it it clouds possibly the most important, not possibly the most important message you'll ever hear in your life behind a shroud of incomprehensible old English. Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I I could have a response to that, but I won't. Um, I will be I will be who I should be. <laughs> <laughs> in this moment <laughs> who i aspire to be all the time um see, but see it sounds harsher than i mean it i just think it's <laughs> too difficult for someone new to understand and that it can push them away oh yeah i i totally get that i i read 26 chapters of uh the first 26 chapters of uh numbers today and uh yes 100 <laughs> percent <laughs> So that's that's like I don't mind reading it. I can read the King James version. I, I joke around about it a lot. It's just yeah. I, if I'm reading something that I haven't read before, which there's still a lot that I haven't, I would never start with that personally. I totally get it. I'm sorry if that came off too harsh. No, I, I really don't think so. I, I like it as a cross reference. I, I I appreciate other versions. It's just I was born reading it. I can't like. I was born reading. <laughs> I mean. At my, I was holding a mini Bible. <laughs> I was born with a Bible in my hand. No, um, <laughs> um, it, it's just it's what I'm familiar with. It's what I'm comfortable with. And to me, like every quote in my house, every quote that's like has a important place in my heart. And just for a little more context, I'm very very bad at memorizing anything. But the few <laughs> things I have memorized are truly kjv and i won't even i mean i will recognize like where it is in the bible if someone says it in a modern version usually but <laughs> it drives me nuts that like i have to really work to go oh that's john three sixteen. <laughs> um, <laughs> like i don't know like my brain just doesn't go there unless it's verbatim that's just and i think that's it, just me i think that's similar for a lot of people because even me like i was reading a psalm the other day and i was like isn't isn't this the one that says this? And it was, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Because that is a very King yeah. Jamesy way to say that. And I think my version said, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing, or something like that. Okay. But like that, that I shall not want, that is such like, for lack of a better way to put it, an iconic thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like everybody knows that phrase. Yeah. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And they know that version of it because King James was so ubiquitous for so long. Yeah. I forget what my point was, but, <laughs> oh, just, there's, there's so many, like, quotes and things from the Bible. Like, the whole Lord's Prayer is the King James Version of that prayer. Yeah. That everybody knows. Did they change, is it changed at all in modern versions, the Lord's Prayer? Yeah. Oh, uh, It doesn't sorry. use the... <laughs> uh, I'm trying to be positive Where here. is my Bible? <laughs> oh, oh, it's in my bag still. 
I actually lost my Bible. It was super sad. Um, I had tons of personal letters in it and notes and just, it was almost every page was highlighted. (laughs) Um, and I miss that thing so much. I just, I actually just got a new one for Christmas. Um, and I, I had, I kind of convinced myself like, oh, it's a Bible app. Like I can, you know, it's free. I can just, you know, enjoy this, but it is not the same. And as much as like anything is good, like any, you know, Bible and you know, whatever your favorite version is of it, that's great. Anything you can read is good. But I will say if you have lived your life using the app, I highly suggest at least getting a Bible. There's something very special about having your own Bible. And yeah, it's, it is a very different feeling. It is. It really is. And I feel like there's a greater connection. Um, no, as I said, that's, that's not a like anti-technology thing. Not at it all. just really, truly is a different feeling. And even if you don't like it, I would try it. Yes, absolutely. And again, the book and the paper and the print and the ink and the leather has no significance. Sorry, I shouldn't have said the book, but the words are what are, you know, significant. Um, there's definitely cultures and religions and things that put a lot of value on things. Um, even within the Christian church, um, a lot of, a lot of churches say things about like the pulp having, you know, spiritual worth in some way. It, it, I don't believe that. I believe Mm. God's word is God's word and that's all that matters. And, you know, if it's a beautiful $150 leather bound Bible or a $4 paperback Bible, it doesn't matter. So I'm going to play a game now called Drive Matthew Crazy as I read the NLT version Mm. of the Lord's Prayer. (laughs) It even hits my ears weird. (laughs) It says, Our Father in heaven, may your name be kept holy. May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today the food we need and forgive us our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. (sighs) I can feel you cringing. It's it's like, don't take this the wrong way, it's like a watered-down version of, of of a Beethoven piece or Mozart or, like, <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's just... In this <sighs> in this case, for what it's worth, I agree. I, that, and I, I, there's a lot of things about NLT that feel clunky and weird to me, and that's one of them. I definitely, I, that is something I will tell you the King James Version just does a lot better. I'm looking at uh, the new Bible I got. Um, I'm looking at looking at it in that now, and it's it's a lot more similar in this version to that, but it still changes little bits. Okay, so let me ask you this: How do you feel about the new King James version that uses basically the same words, just not as much "eth" and "art" and it's "thou"? A lot more comfortable for me. It's still a little different, but I I I have nothing against it. I have nothing against most versions. It's I would say. The versions that I'm a little bit concerned about are the ones that are like absurdly watered down versions. The uh, the ESV is a little weird to me sometimes too. No, I'm not talking about anything that like even ESV. I it's still the Bible as far as I'm concerned. It's um, yeah. It's the ones that I'm, are I'm, like they'll portray themselves as like being the Bible, but they're really just like I don't know. It, they feel a lot more like a daily almanac kind of thing where it's like. It's all just 
happy rainbow stuff. <laughs> Not so much. Someone was telling me recently about something called the message. Yes. Which I guess is, yes. is biblical, but it's, uh, it's, it's like presented it like in a more, I don't know how to describe it, like story, storytelling way yes. kind of thing. It, it, I just feel like, it, like that. it can, in my opinion, it contorts the, the exact meaning to things way too much. So I got this version uh, because, in, as you know, I don't remember how much we've talked about it on here, but I nerd out on the translation-based stuff a lot. This is a version that um, was recommended by someone that I, uh, I've i seen a lot of his stuff on, like like Hebrew translations and what this means and what that means or whatever, and it's, it's, a, it's a much more, I don't know, comprehensive translation, I guess, that tries to preserve more literal and make less assumptions about certain things, that sort of stuff. Okay, interesting. For example, I think I've told you about this before, and it's the one I always think of because it's literally the first line of the Bible. The in the beginning thing. Yeah. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Okay. Where it should read something along the lines of when God began to create the heavens and the earth. And then the next the next bit of the verse describes the state of things. Interesting. It, has, it, it just, it, it's changes like that. It, like, the, it's it's still there. It's just the more proper Hebrew to English translation kind of thing. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to be, I'm not a scholar on this stuff, so I'm not going to be able to explain it properly, but... I was so I was just looking at um, like Bible thesauruses with Greek and Hebrew translations, and I, we have one. I, I haven't used it in a while, but I will say being able to see the original Greek and the original Hebrew is really helpful if you're into the whole translation stuff and word for word meaning, um, hmm. because you kind of get to just go, eh, do I agree with how they translated this? You know, and it's pretty cool. It's a little complex trying to find exactly what you're looking for sometimes, but for the most part, at least the good ones, you know, they'll have individual chapters and, you know, sentence captures where you'll be able to see exactly what the original Greek and Hebrew was. And I should send you sometime the guy that I watch uh, some of his videos. He does, I've told you about this before, he yeah. does a lot of stuff on like translation stuff and historical context for certain things and i'll tell you going in you're not gonna agree with everything he says i know but i don't think that takes away from the things he says that do make a lot of sense he's very much historical and translation based stuff as far as the bible is concerned and just like not even not even necessarily the bible itself like the writing of the text but the way understanding has changed over time he goes into a lot of that historical stuff and it's really interesting, whether you, even the parts you don't agree with are still pretty interesting to hear about. Yeah, at the very least, it gets you to think of something differently. Yeah, and that's, that's, and that's what I told you before, I like that kind of stuff that kind of, even if I'm not going to change what I think, I like to have something that challenges what I think once in a while, even if I come out on the other end like, okay, I don't, I, I think, don't think that's right, but that was an interesting uh, thought process to go down. And he does, he does a lot of that for me. What's his name again? Um, I was I was deliberately not saying it because I wasn't sure if I should. Uh, his name's Dan McClellan. Okay, I think you can shout people out. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. He's a biblical scholar. He's, he he starts like every video. He says, "Hi, I'm Dan McClellan. I am a scholar of the Bible and religion, and yada yada yada." Yes, I have actually seen at least one or two of his videos. I didn't remember the name, but the way you explain that makes sense. Uh, like he he has a podcast called. Uh, uh, data over dogma where he will where he has very much has an approach of 
if the data points away from a dogmatic belief, then that is a, a belief that is 100% should be questioned. It's very hard to encapsulate in just a few words, but it's basically just a lot of historical context, a lot of linguistic context for certain things, and why sometimes things are understood a certain way that maybe they shouldn't be, maybe they should be understood this way, but it's it's a lot of stuff that's going to challenge what you think about certain things, okay, and a lot of stuff that's going to, right off the rip, rub you the wrong way sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I think if, if, with what we're trying to do with this podcast, I think you know, we need to be the first to admit that, you know, we might be wrong about some things and being open to at least thinking about something differently. So, um, I would feel like a hypocrite if I didn't say that I'd be more than happy to listen to that and, uh, give it, you know, some, some opportunities to maybe make me think of something different. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying like people shouldn't listen to it or should listen to it or, or, or whatever. I'm just saying don't go in there expecting every single thing he says to line up with what you already think. Yeah. Not just you, but anybody. Yeah, of course. Because there are times I guarantee you that it will not. And if it helps, he does believe. Yeah. It's just I don't, he did very much does not believe the same way that a lot of other people yeah. do. And it was actually him, I was avoiding saying this, but it was him that recommended this version of the Bible. Okay. As far as like what, because he has a, I think it's actually one of his pinned videos. I mostly see his stuff on TikTok, but I think he's on YouTube, too. He recommended this uh, version. Specifically, it's mostly for uh, the Old Testament stuff. Okay. As the, the best translation he's aware of right now. Um, and he said, he there's a whole video about it, but he's like, the New Testament translation is decent. I think maybe if you wanted to get a separate one, this is the one you would get. But he said this one is the um, really good for the Old Testament translation. And then he also recommended the annotated version for the extra information and whatnot. But yeah, this was a uh, this was a good one. I th- we didn't really talk about a whole lot of faith-based stuff, but we did a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were able to touch on it. Yeah, I do want to do some like this, which are a little bit more just you know personal. Us talking to the talking to the people, the people. Yes. Or just talking. You know what I mean? Just like the more conversational talking to each other stuff. <laughs> so, what do you four million people think about this? <laughs> eventually we're going to have to ask uh, sheets to let us come in and record there on location <laughs> and we'll that's that so goes. funny i thought about that today i was like how do i convince a sheets to let us have a <laughs> christian-based podcast in their like dining room <laughs> they'd make it they'd make us have to brand it with sheets somehow oh we would though hundred percent i mean I, I mean i'd have to look into sheets a little bit more but <laughs> but I mean, if 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 it's just good food and well, terrible food, but <laughs> great food, um, <laughs> and uh, a good place to talk, that's it. I mean, Sheets is my go-to all the time. I think the last time I had Sheets food was probably with you. So. Oh okay. Yeah, I I haven't had it for a while. Actually, I I stopped by there maybe a week ago and grabbed some of their Wisconsin cheese bites. But other than that, yeah, great stuff. I, I could. It's just I've been I've been on such a weight loss kick lately. If yeah. I go there, it's like I'm eating five thousand calories in one sitting. Well, there goes the last two months of work. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. I mean, I'm about to undo a bunch with this week. I'm gonna need to like make sure I'm working out, which I failed at today. <laughs> no, you didn't. You wore other your than, vest. Other than I did wear the vest, but I mean like actual like lifting and that kind of thing. No. Oh. Do you go to a gym? No. No. Who do you think you're talking? Oh, I'm to? sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to go to a public place to do something I can do here. Uh, I miss my gym. I'm in my gym right now. This is less than optimal, but... You've been displaced. Yeah, by the way, I did this entire podcast while um, doing planks. (laughs) (laughs) I've been holding 200 pounds up with my legs this whole time. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you guys next time, and we will talk more. Sounds good. Yeah, stay safe, people. God bless you all. God bless. We'll see you next time.